What's up, y'all? We're back at it again with another episode of the Atlas Only Podcast. Today, I got Jennifer Pasima in the studio. How you feeling? I am feeling great. I'm excited to be here, excited to be a part of this, and I'm just enjoying the vision That's that what you I'm talking have. About. Come on with <laughs> So I wanted to bring you in specifically because you have never been apologetic about your faith. No. And a lot of times in this industry, you know, we'll tuck our chain. You know, you want to talk about everything out loud. Yeah. People might not accept it. But I love the fact that you've been blossoming in your career. You've been very successful. But you have stayed true to your true north. Yeah. And I think because that's exactly how I got started mm. in this industry. You know, I went to Clark Atlanta University, but outside of that, I volunteered at Pastor Creflo Dollar's church where he not only became my pastor, but he actually was the one who catapulted me in my career. Mm. So I volunteered there and I had no idea that the future literally was going to be me producing most of his uh, programs that you saw in 2000 and I would say 10 to 2000 and Sheesh. <laughs> for seven years, right. you know, I was working with him for seven, still now, like whatever he called. I don't even call it work and I call it serving. And um, it was just something, it was training that I needed to go into the entertainment industry, the secular yeah. world where I'm able to be exactly still who I am unapologetically like you said but yeah. be able to still produce right did you envision that your career would just go forward in such a way I mean you got stuff on TV now like, you know what I'm <laughs> hiring actors like make an opportunity for actress and actors to be seen on screen I mean you're really not only developing in your right but helping other people be produced by the same faith that you had. Yeah, I feel like I always saw it. Mm. I just didn't know when it was going to come to me. And I, I entrusted that God knew when it was going to come to me. And um, I went through a lot of traumatic situations where my faith was tested in this industry, um, whether it be personal or whether it be literally in the industry of working with people. And um being, I, I don't want to say green or um, gullible. I wanted to say pure. Mm. You know, so being in this industry with a pure heart and pure intentions, yeah. um, you think everybody has the same, <laughs> same intentions, right? Intentions. It's all good. But yeah. um, no, literally um, in college, I read this book called Thinking Grow Rich. Mm. And um, Napoleon Hill suggested that we write down what we want to see. And um, if you know anything about Napoleon Hill in that book, he literally shares his relationship with God. Mm. Um, and if you can read between the lines, you can get what he's saying. And I wrote this down. I, I wrote that I'll be a talk show producer. I wrote that I'll be one of the biggest producers in, um, in the world. I wrote that... I will be seen on TV and my voice will be heard on radio. Talk heavy, let's and go. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote the vision and made it plain, yeah. you know. So that is something that I and the people who know me know. Like, if you say something and we're mm. going to do it, I'm like, it's not real until we write it down. We got to write it down. <laughs> Back of 2 says we have to write That's it down. Right. And so people now know, like, 
I journal, I write, I say, mm-hmm. this is what I want to see, and I write it down. Right. So um, I think I had faith in the vision. That's what mm-hmm. kept me going. Understood. And, um, Understood. Yeah. So I'm, it's interesting that you talked about you, you went through different trials, what we call tests at times, tribulations or whatnot. Like you having faith in the vision kept you, but like, man, I feel like as actors, I hear a lot of complaints and just groaning about how the process in itself is so rigorous yeah. that sometimes actors lose hope. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waiting for that next show, waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting <laughs> and hoping to be selected. You know what I mean? Yeah. Am I good enough? Am I worthy? You know. Um, you say waiting. I say preparing. Mm, come on with it. And it's all about perspective. That's right. Like, if you know this season, because I, I started to look at it like, God, why you keep having me wait? And I started to realize those waiting seasons, he was literally preparing me for what mm. was next. And as I started to submit and say, okay, I'm going to shut up <laughs> <laughs> and just rest in what you were doing, I would know that the waiting is truly preparing. Mm. And If I had a highlight, I would highlight it. <laughs> Keep going, though. He was waiting on me. I wasn't waiting on him. We're never waiting on God. It's already done. Mm. Whatever you set your intentions out there, you believe it's already done. And I think we get in this belief that we're waiting on him to do something. Um, No, it's already done. He's resting. We just have to catch up to the the belief of knowing that it's already done. And I think with actors, I love me some actors. Like my number one goal is to make... I want to be like the Spike Lee and create um, um, Holly Berry, you know, and Samuel L. Jackson and all of these greats, like these quote unquote no names that you see on TV and become the great name. Um, That's always been my heart desire. Like my prayer every night is God bless me so huge that I can't carry alone. Mm. And I want to be able to be the person that says, well, if you work with Jennifer Pacino, you're going to get put on. And (laughs) and that's what I want to do. But I think with actors, as I'm learning, um, especially with the, the, the new transitions and the new levels that God has me taken to, they get comfortable sometimes. Mm. They don't want to audition. I'm like, they don't want to um they don't want to really do what they need to do necessarily. I'm a producer, I produce. Like I'm right. one of the producers that really produce. That's Understood. like always producing. So at the end of the day, every day I'm waking up to saying, How can I push the envelope forward, not just for me, but everyone that God has called to me. I have a different mission and a different passion than anyone else because it's not my vision. It's literally his vision. So at the end of the day, I feel like I am in the entertainment industry, not only to bring noise, but to create revival. I want to show people like, you can do this with a good heart. You Mm. can do this and trust people. So I tell my actors all the time, like, audition get your headshots ready because when god opened that door for me and you're not ready Ooh. 
I ain't taking you. <laughs> no ifs, ands, or buts. Like, nah, you see yeah. me putting in the work. I need you to And that's fair. I mean, too. the sentiment is, you know, faith without works is dead. Yeah. It doesn't do anything. It, so if you're not doing the work, but then you believe it. Yeah. Eh, we ain't, what's going to make of it? Yeah. So I, I, I dig that. I dig that. Originally from Maryland, correct? Yes. Yeah, what's a Maryland girl doing out here in the ATA? Uh, you know, you know, you know I, I heard this was a place to be. But no. <laughs> it is. Back to... Writing a vision, making it plain. When people used to come and they used to ask me where I was from, I'd never been to Atlanta. Mm. I used to tell people what? I was from Atlanta. So hold on. You were telling people you from <laughs> I Atlanta. I was lying, y'all. She was up here trying to be a Georgia peach. It was not a peach. I want to go on record that I don't know if it has been validated that she's a Georgia peach. I am not, and I don't uh, claim it, and I don't know why that was my heart desire, but I came to Clark. It came true. I, it did. I went to the college tour at Clark Atlanta. Everybody on the tour, all of my best friends was like, we going to Clark. I was like, okay, yeah, we going to do this. Do you know, I was the only one in that student aid, financial aid line with no student aid. Wow. I was like, I thought they accepted me. I was ignorant to wow. how student loans worked or anything. So I'm in the line trying to get my classes and they like, yeah. you didn't pay for classes. I'm like, well, you accepted me. Why <laughs> you accept me without knowing I had the money? <laughs> So um, I remember it like it was yesterday. Me and one of my friends to this day, her name is Lulu. We stood in line and we waited. And um, lo and behold, I was able to get financial aid. I don't know if it's a blessing, but, you know, I'm paying them loans back. But lo and behold, I was able to stay. So um, I knew right then that God had something for me because um, I know, you know, both my parents were deceased. Mm are deceased, not were, but they are deceased. So I had no idea how I was going to do this yeah. without them. Understood, understood. But you did. Uh, yeah. You definitely did. Yeah. And writing was like the first step to that, right? Yeah. It was, okay, writing. And then how did you transition from writing to producing? Well, um, writing is always what led me here. You know, I took a script writing yeah. class. Um, shout out to April Lunny, Clark Atlanta University. She's the dean right now. I took one of her class for script writing, and I, yeah, I, I've always loved writing. I came to Clark Atlanta for a business major. I took that class as an elective, and when I took that class, I was like, ooh, I like this. Yeah. And then we shot what I wrote. Hey. I said, yo, it was, it was a wrap this is dope. Hey, yeah, and I was producing, and mm. I didn't know I was producing. Gotcha. I was casting. I was on the calls. I was setting up the locations. I was getting everything done. I was getting paperwork done, and we shot it, and I was like, yo, who I that actually looks right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, the thing about church, mm-hmm. and I think this is where I, I think a lot of people feel, sometimes they feel entitled, and I'm mm. realizing that. I worked overnight, and after I got off work, I went and volunteered at church. And after I volunteered at church, I went to school. And then after I went to school, I went to sleep for three to four hours sometimes. So at the end of the day, I was like, none of that was beneficial to me financially. Mm -hmm. But everything I did 10 years ago is reoccurring now and it's paying me more than I can ever imagine Mm -hmm. monetarily, monetarily. Emotionally, spiritually, and everything to see God yeah. bring every back, everything back into fruition and multiply it is something I would have never imagined. Like, I didn't write that down. <laughs> mm, he gave you more than what you asked yes. for. Yes. 
So um, it's just been an exciting journey with the connections that I've made, the people that I've been able to work with, and the the ability of putting people on or just making sure that we win. Yeah. And when when you're speaking of winning, when you're casting, you're looking for that particular artist, actor, actress that embodies that character. How yeah. does that process work? Because uh, I, you know, we're, everybody we're doing it right win, now. Right? <laughs> we're doing it right now. Like, but you don't uh, win unless you choose the right person. That yeah, fits yeah, yeah, it. So yeah. How does that yeah, work yeah. for you? Um, in a world where, and I, and and you might slice me up for this, but like in a world where um, so many producers and um, um, cast and directors are going after how many followers a person has and how many people are, how engaging is their audience. I think I want to be different. Mm. I don't want that. I want real actors. I don't want um, people that feel like the job needs to be handed to them. Mm. Um, If you don't see what I'm doing as an opportunity, this is not the fit for you. So at the end of the day, we are literally going through that. Uh, Hint, hint. Asked you for your email the other day. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Here I go. So I think we're literally going through that right now. We're 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 working on a feature film in January. Mm -hmm. Um, it's one of it's it's a big it's a big deal. You know, me and Delapa we're co-producing this. Nice. Co-executive producing. Hey, come on. (laughs) Get my credits out there. But at the end of the day, when we're um pitching actors or trying to find actors, I think the most important thing for me is they know and Mm. um, they think this is an opportunity. They're not saying, hey, we don't want to audition or, hey, what camera are you using? And, you know, it's just like (laughs) the third degree. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, (laughs) I care about my career too. So some of the things that you would probably take as offensive like Go look yeah. my IMDb up. Go, go check out my Instagram. See yeah. what I'm doing. Like I'm trying to progress and push this forward. So I mm-hmm. think when we look for actors, which we I just got off the phone call right now with a potential actor in this, is we look for somebody with the right heart. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be on set with nobody that's mad or aggravated. Yeah. Or I don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. I'm there for a check. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, that's interesting because besides the actual talent or being able to feel the role. There is your humanity that you bring to the table of people working with you every day. Can yeah. we get along with this guy? Yeah. Is he a diva? Like, yeah, because <laughs> we literally become family. <laughs> like, we literally be, yeah. if you've been on set, like, you on set, this particular project is 25 days. Mm. So you're on this set for 25 days. Let it be pleasant. Yeah. You know, handle what you need to handle at home, but come bring the joy to set. If you need to pray before we start, let's do that. But at the end of the day, we just want to make sure it's pleasant. And we also want you to appreciate the project you're working in. I'm looking at so many actors and they don't post about it and things mm. like that. And I have relationship with networks. Shout out to God because he did that. Hey, shout um, out to God. <laughs> yeah. Hey, God, we just want to shout you out real quick, the big yes. homie. Um, But when I'm talking to these networks or these executives, they're frustrated that they casted someone who Mm. went against, breached the contract, didn't post when they wanted to post, didn't promote it. And that's why they chose you. And I'm like, yeah, if you work with people, you want to make sure they want the project to win, too. I'm like, what is wrong with these new age industry? Oh! 
Jones. Yeah. I, I think that's very relevant. I was talking to someone today, and they, they went to uh, an event that happened last night, and they were telling me about the event. I was supposed to go. I just had some things, and I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. Mm-hmm. So they went, and they called me today, and it was like, oh, man, I just want to tell you I appreciate you. Because, man, he's right. <laughs> and I, I had told them prior to the event, you know, a couple of weeks ago that, yeah. you know, when you get out into the actor community, sometimes you find people find people that are arrogant because they've yeah. been on one or two shows or they were yeah. like standoffish. And it's interesting because like you're not a lead on like a Netflix or Hulu show. Like you you they played done near or had like you know under five. And I Talk commend everybody for what they're doing, it. but we got to bring it down a little bit. Bring about it, down. it. And <laughs> the only reason why I could talk about it is because. I literally just produced a project with Marlon Wayans. Mm. I just produced a project with Sterling K. Brown. I just produced a project with Regina Hall. I met Ben Affleck on set. You know, these A-list actors are so pleasant, Mm. so amazing to be around. I introduced myself to Sterling K. Brown and Regina Hall. Shout out to them. They stood up to say hi. I'm like, what type, how were you guys raised? And um, one of my mentors in this industry, his name is Howard Gibson. He's been around a long time. He's actually the one who plugged me with a lot of people. He said, we know that your PA can be your executive producer. Big fact. I've seen it happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. He says, so we know as um, goats in this industry mm. to treat everybody like they're people. And to uh, Lisa Ray said it. I went to the ABFF Film Festival and I met her and she said, the people you meet going up, may be the same people you meet going down. Mm. So you need to treat everybody with a good heart. And I said, that's very true, but it's a lot of people who don't do that. But, um, you know, I just bless them. (laughs) And, you know, hopefully they'll get it. But at the end of the day, when I saw that and was able to identify that and, you know, I was able to say, like, that's who I want to be like. Yeah. Um, one of the people that I look at all the time um, is Denzel Washington. Come on. And I just look at his attitude of gratitude, his thankfulness, his heart, his persistent pursuit of God and his calling. And I'm just like, that's someone I inspire to be like. He doesn't have an ego. He doesn't have a chip on the show. He don't even know you famous. <laughs> he was on the Oprah Winfrey show like, I'm famous? And Oprah was like, you don't know you're famous? And I'm just like, that's who you aspire to be, be like. Understood, understood. So I just love talking to you. I just feel the glow. Like, literally, I'm like, hallelujah. <laughs> that's how I feel. I just want to let y'all know who's okay, listening. Good, that's, good, that's, good, the, good, that's how I feel good, in here. Good, that's that vibe. Good, good. So... Being that you have saw it through, your vision, yeah. right? what's the next step for you in your vision? Um, my next step is, uh, I don't want to say the specific network. Okay. So I sent my, uh, um, I sent This Is 30s, catch it on Tubi. Yeah. <laughs> I sent This Is 30s to a specific network. Um, the One of the executives called me, said the quality of my show was good, but... I didn't have any name actors in it. Mm-hmm. And they express the only people that can do a show with unnamed actors is a Tyler Perry, 
a Issa Rae, a Lena Waite, a Ava DuVernay. I said, I'm going to call you back and it's going to be Jennifer Pacina. Mm, come on with it. <laughs> because at the end of the day, I said, I just got to work a little bit more. I'm going to work a little harder. It's, work isn't work to me. It's serving. It's being able to continue to lift God up because all of this is because of him. But at the end of the day, it didn't, it didn't intimidate me. It mm. just made me want to grind harder. And I think someone would have listened to that conversation and said, oh, my God, I can't do this. I said, oh, my God, I can do this. Like That conversation inspired me to go harder, network, produce. And I think the differ between me and a lot of other people, whether it be actors, producers, executive producers, directors, is I'm not afraid to get in the room. I'm not afraid to make the connection. And I'm also not afraid to work. So when you see me, it's like, oh, she's over there. She's over there. She's over there. I'm everywhere because... That's where I need to be. That's right. Ooh. <laughs> mm, that's a T-shirt. I'm everywhere. And that's where I need to be. <laughs> because it's all about connection. And I'm mm. not the person in the room that's like, I need to. And Issa Rae said this. You don't need to meet the Tyler Perry or the, the Oprahs or anything. I need to meet Adam Walsh. You know, I need to meet Isha. You know, I need to meet these people because we all have the same gift and we have the same faith inside of us to yeah. do something great. And Perfect. once we come together, we become the Issa Rays, the right. Tyler Perrys, the Ava DuVernay. Right. Nothing, you know, nothing they did that we can't do. Yeah. And I think that's important to digest for my listeners, man. Like, really let that marinate because a lot of times we're reaching for the stars Yeah, when you already have what you need yeah. right before you. And a lot of times the networking, if you do it amongst the people that you already know, people you rock with, you know what I mean? Me and Aisha decided we wanted to like give the acting community a resource. And so we developed the Actors Only podcast as a digital resource. Mm -hmm. And from that, we have been able to connect to so many different organizations. So many people have hit us up. I'm empowered. I'm, I'm inspired by what you're doing and the talks and the people that come on, their stories. And I feel like the things that you do are great already. Yeah. And sometimes we look for the greatness that is already, already happening yeah. with someone else and try to attach ourselves to clean or hustle or scheme how to get yeah. close. When it's like, no, just get closer and cultivate what you have. So I believe that. Yeah, and I always say start something. Mm. Build and they will come. Build and the right people will come. I That was on a movie. That's a quote. I don't know who I just stole it from. But build and they will come. Um, start something. This is what you started. And you. as soon as I got in here, I was like, oh, I could send, you know, because people want to help you. Yeah. But what are we helping? That's right. You know, so at the end of the day, um, if you build something, the right people will come. That's and right. I'm sending people to actors only. So hey, come on, come on. And I'm going to jump down on what you said earlier about the Habakkuk 2 and 2, which said, right division, make it plain. But the end tip of that says that they may run. Yeah. And so other people being attached to your vision yeah. can only happen if you solidify what it is yeah. and why it is. Yeah. So I'm glad that you have done that. And look, we're going to keep rocking with your actors only support everything you're doing. All right? So make sure you keep us up to date. In closing, I want you to tell our audience and those who are listening, like anything you would lead them about you being produced by faith and how that is relevant to their lives. Listen, things are going to happen. It's life. It's, it's definitely going to happen, you know, but if you know, like I know, the weapons form, but they don't prosper. And mm. I was literally looking over my life and I'm like, 
this happened, that happened, that happened, that happened, that happened, that happened. I went, I faced depression. I faced this, I faced that, I faced that. But it didn't prosper. I'm right here. So at the end of the day, I just inspire you to keep going. Connect with like-minded individuals and separate to elevate. You mm. know who you need to let go. You know what you need to let go. Mm. Just make sure you do it and be obedient because you're literally stopping what God has for you. And mm. make sure you stay connected to actors only. <laughs> hey, there it is, man. Mm. Whew, sidebar, when she said let some people go, I was like, <laughs> So, hey, you might not see me hear from it. Listen, but now you know the reason. <laughs> Jennifer Pasima told me to let you no. go. No, I didn't. Cut y'all, Sean. Council culture is real. Cut. <laughs> y'all stay tuned for another great episode of Actors on the Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Of course. Us. Thank there you for having me. Excited. Okay. <laughs>